0: this is the regional artist spotlight podcast the regional artist spotlight from flash entertainment and virgin radio 104.4
1: this month's featured artist we've been waiting so long to chat to her even though we've been talking about her all month tam tam welcome to virgin radio
0: thank you i'm so happy to be here
1: you're in saudi right now virtually virtually whilst because you're sat in riyadh how's the vibe in riyadh (laughs) at the moment it's been a big it's been a big couple of weeks
0: Yeah, it's been insane. There was the XP Music Conference and then there was um, Soundstorm, which is, you know, the Middle Beast Festival. So it's just been a crazy time in Riyadh. Like everyone is just out all day and all night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's like this new hunger for uh, music in Saudi, of course, but also for, for Middle Eastern artists at home in Saudi as well, which I don't think has been there for very long, right?
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, just the fact that there's live music now in in the country, I feel like people who are passionate about music, it just fuels their passion more to, to keep going, especially when they see Saudi artists performing on the stages as well. You know, like my friend, Saud at turki who's a producer, he's Saudi, and he was one of the DJs there as well. So it. it was cool.
1: You yeah. are Saudi Arabian proudly um so let's introduce you you moved to the us as a teenager right yes so where do you spend your time nowadays where, where do you say is your base so
0: so it's confusing i say between riyadh and la because <laughs> i also spend time in la but recently i've been in riyadh for for most of the time just because of work it's really? it's just been popping over here and <laughs> <laughs> i swear like i don't know how else to explain it there's just been so much happening and also Like, between Saudi and Dubai, like, in the Middle East, there's just been a lot happening.
1: Yeah, good. Well, it's so good to finally speak to you. Um, Where did the love of music begin for you, Tam-Tam? Where did this whole thing start?
0: Honestly, it started, like... I feel like as a kid, you just, um, things are just simpler, you know, you don't overthink things. So I literally, we had a karaoke machine at home (laughs) and I would just sing. Yeah, I would sing like old cheesy Western music, like put your head on my shoulder. Put your head on my shoulder. I think it's a Paul Anka song and like, like these like random songs that I would just find and I just did it for fun. And then as I got older, um, when I was around 11 years old, my friends would start telling me like, oh, we love your voice. Like, can you sing for us? Can you? So then I started to like really realize like, oh, this I actually want to. Um, Build my voice and and focus on it But I was at school here in Saudi And I didn't know if that was something that could happen Because Mm -hmm. I didn't see any musicians around me in Saudi You know and like as a female Saudi woman, like it wasn't something that was typical or that people encouraged. So I just kind of put it in the side of my head, but it was always there. I always wanted to do it. It was like the dream that I could never have, you know? And then, and then when I moved to the US as a teenager, I started taking voice lessons and I was in the school choir and I was really, I started to nurture that more. And then I, when I was in university, I did music in the summers, like I, would record with a producer and like record music. And I just like found a way to do it, you know? And I studied, I graduated with an economics degree so that my family could <laughs> let me do music. I was like, okay, here's the degree. Now I'm doing music.
1: <laughs> so yeah,
0: I just kept finding a way to do it basically. And I then
1: I feel like that's very, very common with musicians. It's like, okay, here's the backup plan. This will keep you happy, but I'm not passionate too much about it. And so now I've got it. I'm going to do my own thing for a little while and see if it works out.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Do you think that like a passion for music is something like you're born with? Or is it something that you can just decide one day I want to get into music? Or is it something like the rhythm, the singing voice that's like ingrained into you really, really young?
0: Um, I think no I think it depends like some people aren't born with it but some people have like they discover that passion later really? on and I just I mean because I'm in music I know a lot of people who are amazing uh, ANRs or amazing like and they don't have the musical ability like to sing or or you know to write a song but they're so they they really understand music because they're just constantly listening to different songs and you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. they really build their ear and their understanding of music so i just think like it depends there are so many ways you could go with music you don't have to be an artist you could be um an anr you could be in the business side or
1: yeah. Wow. Well I've been wanting to talk to you for so long because of your music. I've loved listening to your music all this month. So let's talk about you. Um <laughs> the first song we played from you was blue.
0: You've been trying to imagine how it all ended so wrong. What were we before it happened?
1: half a million streams on spotify alone congratulations
0: thank you <laughs>
1: what was the journey of making blue
0: um it was uh, i wrote that song in la okay. and it was it's it's about like a relationship that you know so a lot of people can relate to that you know like relationships that don't go the way you think they, <laughs> they will um so uh, and it was just about like um I just felt like I had, I kept trying to, to be cool. Like I say, why do I always have to be cool, be cool, you know, or no, he like that the other person was super cool about everything. And I was the one that felt affected. So that's what the song was about. And I wrote it in LA with Andrew, this writer and producer as well, and Siren who's a producer. And it was just like, uh, it just, it was one of those songs that we wrote it like the first verse came and like we knew it was gonna work you know it happened so fast yeah
1: the instruments are so interesting as well so do those those arrangements come after you've decided what the song is going to be about
0: yeah i i remember i remember we wrote it on guitar first so we wrote like andrew was playing guitar and then i started uh, writing the lyrics and then the melody came and then at the same time siren was working on the the track, so I feel like it kind of happened together, simultaneously.
1: And is that like yeah. a conscious decision where you're like, I want to, I want to infuse some of my culture into this song?
0: I mean, I think when I, when we did the song Ismak, which is the latest single, we had that in mind. But for "Blue," like it just kind of happened naturally.
1: Really? You go from from that sound to something like "Rise," which is much more electronic. And so how does that happen? Is that experiments or do you feel that when you're writing?
0: <laughs> um, I mean honestly it's I feel like I right now with a new project, like Blue and Rise were, you know, before this new yeah. project. So Before that, I was just kind of like experimenting with my sound. And I was working with producers in L.A. and like really amazing creatives. And then when I started this new project, I really wanted to infuse my identity in it more. Like I, I always have my identity in my music, obviously, but I wanted to infuse my Arab identity more, like where I come from. And I had met this producer in France and he's his name is Malka and he's Moroccan French so uh, he like and his the way he produced music had so many like Arab elements and I really loved it and I um, we we listened to similar things and we just connected so when when I started working with him and Mo who's the creative director they were both from Morocco and it just like it it worked out (laughs)
1: is your latest release right that was only a few weeks ago i can tell you're really proud of it
0: (laughs) yeah i love it honestly i love it because it was really a team effort too you know and i just i i love working as a team and i believe in that like doing things together can be stronger you know
1: so tell us about um, it tell us about the song and about the project in general
0: so this song i i was actually in paris when i recorded it um and we were just like, we, we weren't sure what, what we were kind of just experimenting to see what the tone of the next phase is going to be. And um, Malka was doing like really cool productions and with Arabic vibes. and And then I got on the mic to come up with ideas and I kind of like the ideas sucked basically (laughs) like I I was I was really I was just like thinking what like how can I say it and I was just coming up with ideas but I was thinking in English because I usually I sing in English and then Mo was there and he was like why don't you try some idea some why don't you try Arabic so when I switched my brain to like thinking in Arabic um the melody just came, like mm. the melody of the chorus just happened, you know, like i that was the trick, like I needed to think in Arabic and it just happened. And like, we, we knew it was the melody. We were like, oh my God, wow, like that's the chorus. And then the whispering part came after that. And like, it just like, it was so, it just made sense, you know, it, was, it wasn't a song that happened in a second. It, it took like three days for us to finish, like three full days, but it really... We knew that, like we were, we knew that we were doing something so new and so innovative and so uh, refreshing, and something that was really related to me because um, I, I decided to sing the chorus in a Syrian accent, and the 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 intro of the song is in a Saudi accent, right. and the and the verses are in English, so it's really like all the places that I'm from kind of you know like I'm Saudi and my grandfather from my mom's side is originally Syrian, Syrian. and and my my like Syrian is such a strong accent like not strong but I mean it's 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 hard to get it's hard to forget about like my grandfather always spoke in a Syrian accent my mom to this day even though she grew up in Saudi speaks in a Syrian accent and and it go and me too like I can speak in both but I'm really comfortable in the Syrian accent because I take after my mom you know so it's just interesting I just wanted to show like the different parts of me Falling through the depths of the night to find your way you behave like an non fan doing your best to deny
1: In the creative process, at what point can you go, okay, this song's finished now? Do you ever know when you're at that position or does someone have to come and go, Damn, Tam, stop, this is great.
0: <laughs> no, actually, no. Actually, like sometimes I'm in a in a rush. To, really? Because to I'm like, oh, no, I, I love it. You know, when I love something, I know I love it. But then um, I that's why I really appreciate like the teamwork and the team effort because... Um, it's really cool when someone is like, "No wait, what if we try this?" And then I'm like, "Oh wait, yeah, that is better." And they they're like, "Okay, don't don't stop too soon, but also don't take too long. You know, you kind of have to find that balance." Yeah. The Regional Artist Spotlight podcast.